Just Chibi the Podcast, presented by Just Chibi Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Fondue. I'm Chibi. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking about cheese power. Cheese power. We're talking towns. Whoa. We're talking homes. Really? Cars. Huh. And we're even talking about wheels made of cheese. Wheels? We're also going to talk about This Week in Cheese, where we learn the top food at the Iowa State Fair. Oh, I hope it's cheese. And of course, no episode would be complete without our very cheesy joke. Yeah, joke. Stay tuned for episode 92. She's powered on just cheesy the podcast. Did you know that producing one pound of cheese leaves nine pounds of whey as a byproduct? Holy cow! According to FluenceCorp.com, in fact, Imperial Valley Cheese of California went out of business in 2013 because it could not find an affordable outlet for its whey. Some companies use lactose and sugar out of the whey, and they sell it to companies for livestock feed supplements. Nice. In an article on ScienceDirect.com, they investigate valorization. Valedictorian? No. What? They investigate valorization of byproducts in the milk processing industry. What's that? This is defined as the optimal processing of byproducts incorporated in the production of main milk products. Ah. This method has also been studied in different industries really? like citrus, fish, meat, cereals, roots, tubers, and oil crops. In an article in the Journal of Biological Engineering in eScholarship.org, they talk about the conversion of cheese whey to fungal oil. The article talks about algae, yeast, and fungi being identified as tools in converting waste into valuable food, feed, and fuel ingredients. This very detailed 14-page article talks about methods and statistical analysis, but essentially they're trying to find a cost-effective way to convert whey (laughs) into some sort of fuel or a usable byproduct. No way. On the website tastingtable.com, there's an article about a monastery in France that's actually converting their waste into energy. Wow. Tammy Abbey was founded in the 1130s. Holy cow. This abbey is home to 30 Trappist monks. Wow. The monks make cheese from the nearby dairy farms. Yum. And they say here the cheese is nutty, fruity, and earthy. <laughs> and if you're from the U.S., it's actually illegal what? because it's made with unpasteurized milk. <laughs> According to the article, back in 2003, Tammy Abbey installed a methanation plant. <laughs> this allows them to take excess whey and whitewater byproducts from the cheesemaking, and they convert some of that into methane gas, <laughs> which is now used to power Tammy Abbey's hot water system. Whoa. Powering a monastery is one thing. But what if you could generate enough electricity to power a small town? No way. According to SmithsonianMag.com, the town of Albertville in France is powered in part by cheese. Beaufort cheese actually sends its byproducts to a new biogas plant. They opened up the plant in 2015 and it takes the whey that's left over from cheese making. It ferments it and produces methane gas. No way. The gas engine heats water, generates electricity to the tune of 2.8 million kilowatt hours. And this is enough to power a community of 1,500. Wow. And the French aren't the only ones in the act. In upstate New York, Faye yogurt actually sends some of its way 
to a methane digester to power the yogurt plant. Wow. On the website weforum.org, they talk about Wensleydale Creamery in England. Ooh. They make cheese, but they also produce waste. No way. According to this 2019 article, this company will supply its way to a local biogas plant. Nice. And this facility already uses waste ice cream. Really? And they produce gas by anaerobic digestion. Ooh. The company says the gas from the whey will generate 10,000 megawatts of power. Jeez. And it's enough to heat 800 homes a year. Holy cow. Wensleydale Cheese is not a sponsor. Not yet. But they could be. Yeah. And if they were, their ad would go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese. science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. Yay! They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcasts. Podcast apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free Whoa. or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. According to foodandwine.com, it says here that King Charles actually has a car that runs on wine and cheese. Whoa. The king was given a DB6 Volante Aston Martin when he was 21. Fancy. This car has been converted to run on E85 bioethanol. Wow. The bioethanol is made from leftover wine, wow. cheese whey, Ooh. and 15% unleaded gas. Great. It says here initially the engineers at Aston Martin did not welcome this conversion. <laughs> right. But the King, of course, did not take no for an answer. Nope. And the engineers even admit that it now runs better, it's more powerful, using the biofuel than it was using gas. Wow. And speaking of cars, according to Wired.com, there was a car that they called the little engine that curd. Oh. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Back in 2012, the students at Utah State University broke the land speed record Whoa. in a car fueled by the remains of cheese. Wow. The car was called Aggie a salt streamliner. Wow. The car used biofuel made from yeast and cheese waste. Wow. And their record was at 64.396 miles per hour for a diesel-powered one-liter two-cylinder vehicle. Wow. It was the first car in its class to break the land speed record using solely biofuel. Nice. They also said that when it ran, it smelled like someone was baking bread. Yum. We know you can power cars with cheese, but can you drive on cheese wheels? What? The team at Good Mythical Morning wanted to find out. Wow. According to popularmechanics.com, back in 2020, they ended up making a kind of cheese concrete. Wow. They used layers of cheesecloth soaked in melted cheese. They combined aggregate like crumbled Doritos and goldfish crackers. Okay. They wanted to use the cheese sauce to make a tough structural filler. Whoa. They then carefully rolled out the material and they put it on a bare tire rim. Ooh. They put on one last coat of melted cheese. Sure. And they drove the car. And apparently they held up decently for a short roll in a parking lot. Wow. It's time for my favorite segment. This week in cheese. As you all know, it's state fair season here in the United States. Woo -woo. And in the state of Iowa, 
They chose their very favorite top food of the fair this year. Was it cheese? Of course, it has some cheese. <sighs> this year's winner is the deep fried bacon brisket Ooh. mac and cheese grilled cheese sandwich. Holy cow! And according to this article, they said they sold over 14,000 sandwiches at $12 each. I'm ready for a joke fondue. Why did the cheese-powered car refuse to go up the hill? I have no idea. It was afraid it might crumble under the pressure. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Crumble? That was silly. You might say silly, yeah. but I'd say it was a little bit cheesy. For listening to Just Cheesy the Podcast, episode 92, Cheese Powered. Cheese Powered. If you haven't had the opportunity, please go back and listen to some of the other episodes in our catalog. We'd really appreciate the listen. Stay cheesy, everybody.